Hey, all you doers and duets. It's Dustin. I hope you're doing well. I wanted to say up top that my audio sounds a little funky on this episode. I tried a new app and it I don't think it turned out that great. So I'm sorry if you hang with us. I think you'll still like the episode. And uh, next week, I'll try my hardest to go back to my old app and get the quality back up. But we all learn from our mistakes. We move forward and we try to be better than we were the day before, right? That's what the show's all about. So this is the Belly Flop Challenge. If you want to join us in the fun, anytime we talk about a belly flop, you slap your belly. I just slap my belly. Slap your belly. It's the Belly Flop Challenge. Do you buy your thumb in a suit? Is that a challenge? Do you buy your thumb in a suit? Fun, let's have a duel. Challenge accepted. If you want to, want to, want to come over. Do you want to, want to, want to go live? If you want to, want to, want to come over. Do you want to, want to, want to go live? If you want to, want to, want to come over. Do you want to, want to, want to go Hello and welcome to another episode of the Do It or Else podcast. I am your host with the most belly fat, Dustin. And I am the slim and trim Ryan. Hey, buddy. And, hey, friend. Just a reminder, this is a physical flop challenge, the belly flop challenge. Flop contest. The episode that y'all came for on a hot summer day, we were belly flopped, and it was good, but how have things been? Things have been stressful. How are things? How are things over there? Oh, the same way. I yeah, think we've been having some pet medical emergencies. Yeah, we? yeah. So last week you had was it two weeks ago? You had some pet problems um, with it a with a cat. Two weeks ago, we found out our little kitty had cancer, and last week she had a tumor removed. So Ugh. she has been under uh, cat arrest. Yeah, is she make um, is she sleeping through the night yet or no? Yeah, she is. Um, we're not allowed to let her jump and move around all that much, so it's kind of hard to control a cat. And we put a uh, had a cone on her head to keep her from moving around, but the cone freaked her out, and she kept getting stuck like in between chairs and whatnot. Yeah. So we <laughs> went and bought baby clothes, and I bought right. a baby onesie to put on top of the kitty. And Does it have a pattern? It has polar bears on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought I would be buying baby clothes for my cat before buying, you know, baby clothes for my In baby. the same sense, because you had to buy baby clothes for your cat, I yesterday, or Courtney yesterday, purchased diapers for our puppy. Oh. Rosie, uh, turns out, is incontinent. We just got some medicine today. And so far, no, so far, no accidents. So it's not like she like pees. It's like when she's asleep, she wets the bed. So yeah. you've dealt yeah. with that before, right? Personally and with my own dog, yes. Yeah. I, How I, were I you really a bedwetter? No, I, <laughs> I wet the bed at the right age to wet the bed. I didn't wet the bed in college or anything, except for that one time. But you know, we've all been there. We've all been there. We've all wet the bed. So Rosie, Rosie's in a. A steamed crowd. I never knew that dogs could wet the bed. So it turns out if you spay them too early, it messes them up. Yeah, that happened to Luma, too. She got spayed, and um, I guess when she was maybe three or four, just started noticing she would pee herself. You know, she'd wake up and be like, oh, 
wake up with shame because, you know, she peed. And usually when she would pee as a puppy, I'd rub her nose in it, being uh, a controversial uh, father figure with my dog. Yeah, that's and not my that's not my method. That's not your style. That's fine. No. Different uh, strokes for different folks. And so when that happens, we put her on. Uh, turns out she needed a doggy estrogen supplement to help increase the bladder sphincter of her body that's basically what what our medicine does but it doesn't say estrogen on it so i don't i don't really know what it is cool does your dog still take it uh she she wasn't and then maybe six months ago it started happening again okay and we put her on took her to the uga vet clinic and they get put her on a uh it's like fennel pro something i don't know long long name well Cats That's with cancer for... and dogs with diapers, babies. This is what you come to do it or else for. Now that <laughs> now that we've all learned that, you know, life is fragile even for our pets. You know, the secret life of pets is just as rough as, you know, your grandma finding out that she has to wear diapers because she can't control her bladder at night. So we're all gonna get there at some point and <laughs> Jesus, dude. I'm glad that we're Jesus, that dude, reality. we're trying to have a fun show here. There was nothing Don't you think there's enough challenge. stress out there? This was a <laughs> belly flop. So somebody somebody who'd never listened to the show before, they clicked on this and they were like, belly flop, great. <laughs> that'll be that'll be lighthearted. We're and gonna get just... to the lightheartedness, but we gotta hit you up top with a little dose of reality. We're not talking <laughs> about the hard stuff, the hard hitting truths. We're just talking about doggy incontinence. And... Just doggy incontinence. And she's really cute in her diaper. It has a little yeah. hole for the tail. Of course oh. it does. Oh, it's so cute. And she seems to like it. Like, I thought she would be embarrassed. Apparently, she just stood still for the first, like, hour she had it on. But I came home. I told her it looked good. She started, like, prancing around in it. She loved it. Yeah, I know. When we put our diapers on my grandma, she started prancing around. (laughs) She loved it, too. Got a hole through uh, her tail. (laughs) Let's let's get into the belly flop. Oh, God. Belly flop. The world of belly flopping. Let's do it. Let's flop it. So, Dustin, when it came time to look into the history or the science of belly flopping, there's not a lot out there, is there? Not really. I've got the definition, like the Webster's definition of belly flop. (laughs) You know it's good when Webster's is the first thing. Like, okay, Dustin, let's do this like a a high school valedictorian speech. Give us the – Webster's defines belly flopping as a style of diving into a body of water in which the surface impact is made mostly by one's abdomen. Duh. Belly flop. Can you use it in a sentence, please? (laughs) Yeah, this is a spelling bee now. Yeah, now it's a spelling bee. <laughs> so I I watched some initial videos and like some of the initial stuff is like why does it hurt to belly flop? And like there's some science there, but it's not interesting science, guys. It's Duh. uh you're moving a whole lot of water really quickly when you hit it with your whole body whereas if you dive and your hands go in first, you break the surface tension at a very small like slowly in growing space, so it doesn't hurt as bad. There's not enough yeah. enough mo- yeah. water having to be moved. Yeah, simple, exactly, simple, simple. So then you go on and you read some articles, and they're like, 
you won't believe this crazy Norwegian belly flopping contest. So last night I spent a couple hours like watching Norwegian belly flopping contest, but it's death not belly diving. flopping. Exactly. It's death diving. It's this thing called like dods. How do you say that? Oh, with no a line idea. through it. I don't know. Give it your best shot and that's it. Dods. Yeah. Dods. 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 And, and it's a it's, very popular summer sport in Norway. Yeah, they get up on like the ten meter platform, like the highest platform at a you know a, an official diving uh, block. Yep. So there's like the three meter, five meter, and then the ten meter platform, and these guys just huck themselves. And, and did you notice that it's more about like the style of the dive and how long you can hold it right before you smash into the water? Basically, how long you can keep your your body in an X or a star uh, position. And then this is the part that's so disappointing, though, because when they hit the water, they cur- curl up in kind of a fetal position, often having their hands or feet go into the water first. So, you know, it doesn't hurt that bad. Um, yes. Not yes. quite like the American summer tradition of fat kids jumping off the diving board and smacking into the into the pool. But I guess you wouldn't I guess you wouldn't do that off a 10 meter platform. You wouldn't. But a little girl would. <laughs> um, there's this there's this cute little movie called belly flop okay um it, it was an animated like a 3d animated movie made in 2018 by jeremy collins it is cute it's it's one of those pixar shorts you might find it's not it wasn't made by pixar but the same idea and no actual um dialogue in the movie just sound effects and funny little oh ee, ooh, eh, fun fun words non-words i should say but it's about this little like black Sims. girl that Kind of like The Sims, just like The Sims. Just um, verbal utterances that Maybe get emotions across, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're always shocked. You're always, always surprised shocked. when you're speaking in non-words. That's the only option. Because no one knows what's going on. You have to be shocked. <laughs> but this little black girl in the video, in the movie, she is learning how to dive for the first time. And I'm going to spoil this right here because it's five minutes and everyone should just stop what they're doing and watch it because it's on YouTube. And she's learning how to dive and there's this, uh, you know, very tall, athletic, skinny white girl that is a beautiful diver making zero splash. And she starts going up the diving platforms and the little black girl is inspired and is like, I want to learn how to dive too. And she's cute and she's got her swim cap on and her goggles and her floaties and she's got this little round belly. And every time she dives, she just belly flops, smash. And um, there is a moment of uh, high tension when a guy who is deciding to grill out on the, the apron of the pool, like right next to the water's edge why are you grilling why is fire allowed in this community pool i don't know but he's used all of his lighter fluid and it's dripping and it finally lights and he starts this huge fire and the whole pool is on fire and our and our little sweet little black girl dives off the highest platform and does a big belly flop and splashes water all over the pool and puts out the fire and saves the day and that's that's the movie she's the hero and it just goes to show you. I just imagine her oh, years yeah. later, just like staring off into the distance and being like, I don't feel like a hero. I just did what anyone would do. Yeah, you that's know, in the prologue. Of just the like that's after the credits. Remorse. You're exactly right. She, yeah. She's she's 60 it's years old. It's like Hurt old. Locker, and she's just got to keep jumping off 
and putting out fires. Not because she's a hero or because she's a good person, just because she doesn't know what else to do. This is just what I do now. It's Very just, similar yeah. to the next character in this segment. There is a gentleman. Yeah. Name... Okay, this is my favorite part of belly flopping culture. Have you heard of the name Darren Taylor? Well, <laughs> yes, I have, but they, the listeners haven't. I wish... Maybe I should have used his other name. Darren Taylor, a.k.a. Professor Splash. Professor Splash! He is known a self, self-ascribed self master shallow water diver. And he is. He this guy is, is incredible. Is that, the, is that the right word? Incredible? Yeah, I think so. This guy blows he's, my mind. He's a very interesting human being that... I don't even know if he had – I tried to find research on this guy, like where he came from, more into how he became Professor Splash. Well, he's like, he lives in like North Carolina or Tennessee, right? Um, now, I believe so. He, he was born in Denver, Colorado. Right. Um, March 8th, 1961. Good American boy. And at some point in his life, I couldn't find when. Maybe it was his first day at the community pool, and he's tried to dive. And all he could do is belly flop. But this man has set the world record for the highest shallow dive. They're calling it a shallow dive, but he's belly flopping. He belly flops from incredible heights into a baby pool. A baby pool, 12 inches of water. Yeah, like an inflatable 12-inch deep pool. pool. And he'll jump from, what is it, Dustin, like 30-something feet? So he is consistently up the ante, and in 2020, I think in February it was, he jumped from 38 feet into 12 <laughs> inches of water. He's nuts. And he, this guy's like, he's like a 50-year-old guy, right? And like he's 50. in like a sort of a wrestling singlet, and he climbs yeah. to the top of these like rickety towers, and he kind of tilts his body in this very strange kind of crane-like motion, I guess kind of muscle memory of how he needs to land. Well, do you remember when Pocahontas jumped off the waterfall in the in the movie Pocahontas? She doesn't bend her knees and stick her ass out and tilt her chin up or her well, tilt her chin up. You're right. That's 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 when he's on the platform. I'm talking about once he leaves the platform. Yeah, a beautiful he leaves swan in dive. A beautiful swan dive, but instead of swan diving, he just stays parallel with the ground and then puts his arms out above his head and belly flops like I've never seen. And you can easily we, – we should try to put a little clip of this on the Instagram page. But he pops up every time and does like a judo punch. Yeah, he's, he's super like, yeah! he's super psyched every time. That's the best thing about him. And, Dustin, I tried really hard to get him on the show. You did? Did you send I him a – I sent him several pro- emails um, and – Professor Splash, like the door is still open. You don't have to be on this episode. We're we want you on the show because I kind of want to know his story uh, more. I feel like Professor Splash is a very interesting person. He travels the world and does this stunt. Apparently, he does it with fire at times. He's kind no of a way. circus performer type, and I, I'm sure he's not working right now. Professor Splash, come come on, do it or else. The people want to hear from you. We'd love to have you on. We're gonna we're gonna tag the shit out of you, and we're gonna let you know that we've got an episode just for you because there is a story here that 
the people need to know. Yeah. We, we want to get into the mind of the Splash Man himself. Yeah, I'm totally willing to let this be like an investigative journalism show on Professor Splash because, I mean, he has no social media. He has like a other, website with some yeah. links to other people's video because he was on like America's Got Talent a few times. Yeah. He made it to the semifinals, and he he's the only uh, contestant on America's Got Talent to break two world records while competing. This guy. This guy. How many – do you want to know how many uh, times he's broken his own world record? How many times has he – how many times has he broken his own world record? 37 times. 37 times. The man can't – the man cannot be stopped. He can't quit. Every year he goes up a couple more inches. <laughs> <laughs> just another notch on the on the the ladder every every year he's nuts so just just talking and thinking about his you know his his setup and his um his get up more his singlet do you think he has to wear that tight singlet to like tuck his junk back so it doesn't like crush against the water it's a really good question because um, if you're taking that impact on your stomach you're gonna get a little bit of the the, the goods of the the. This is why tackle. we need him on the show, Dustin. This is why I sent him a whole bunch of emails. Let me check my email and see if Professor Splash has gotten back to me. I don't think he has. Also, have you noticed Professor Splash does not use the parlance belly flop? No, shallow diver. Shallow diver. And I asked. I, I sent some questions. I sent a bunch of questions to him. He's probably like reading my email and being like, "What is a podcast?" Who the hell are these guys? But it's really important to me that we get them on the show. If you guys could could reach out to Professor Splash, I really want to know more about his he's amazing got a, talent. He's got a contact page on ProfessorSplash.com. Yep. And scroll all the way down to the bottom, go to contact, and let's let's spam him and say, we, we want to hear your story. Reach out to Do Do Else podcast yeah. is the premier challenge podcast. And we followed in your footsteps, Professor. Yeah, we did. Let's talk about how we followed in his footsteps. Our uh, our muddy footsteps. Let's do it. Woo-wee! Partner? <laughs> hey, I'm man. Professor Splash. Just moseying on out of here after breaking my 38th world record. Get him on the show, people. Get him on the show. Dustin, this was one of the rare uh, during quarantine challenges that we were able to do together. We did. We had a, a fun socially distant uh, date with um, your lovely girlfriend, Courtney, and your sweet little dog, Rosie. I hope all the excitement didn't uh, cause her to have the incontinence. Rosie, not not Courtney. Um because we went to the park. We went, we to, went a to really the park. Cool park. Great park. Fort Yargo State Park, uh, halfway between Atlanta and Athens. Mm-hmm. In Winder, Georgia. And it's a fun little area with tons of activities. So much room for activities. And we decided to have our belly flop contest there at the lake. Yes, we did. Uh, we first tried out... We there. It, it's uh, it's unclear where you're allowed to swim in the lake. There's some places that have signs, but then it's just like a big lake. So uh, we wanted to jump off the dock, but the dock had a chain across it, and I don't like breaking rules. I wanted to break the rules, but yeah, you and Courtney both said we should, but I didn't want to. So we found a little uh, dirt outcrop 
where the erosion had created a bit of a cliff into the lake, and that's where mm-hmm. we had our flop contest. And it, it was pretty uh, providential because we studied about uh, Professor Splash after our belly flopping, and we were belly flopping into maybe 18 inches of water. So we were following in your footsteps, Professor Splash. So, again, we need, we need to understand uh, your technique so we can be better at it. Yeah, um, because at times, we yeah, sometimes, something like 18 inches, sometimes like 11 inches. It was somewhere in between there, I think. Depending on where we decided. Where to we jump, where we landed. Uh, you went first. You were, you were very brave and went first. Um, I've taken some time to review the footage. Um, and on your first jump, it looked like you kind of let your arms hit first, Dustin. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be completely honest. You went okay. arm first on the Makes first sense. jump. Makes sense. Makes sense. Because everything in you tells you to put your hands down. Really? To, to yeah. Keep from smashing your face. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm dying here. It's okay. Uh, yeah, it is. That is the real challenge of belly flopping is confidence is uh because it's so easy just to try and tuck or have some other part of your body hit the water before your belly there's something about your guts uh getting smashed that you're like you you just really try to avoid um i went next and i only i only did two flops dustin but both of my flops i pretty much landed on my face oh you so you went a a little too too much leading with your Face and chest. Yeah, and you would think for me that like, uh, well, we should say that we had just eaten. You got us some Popeyes biscuits before we, we we. I don't know why we ate just prior to this. I hadn't eaten yet, so I was like, "Do you want a biscuit? Okay, let's get a biscuit." Yeah, we ate a biscuit, and then I had to go to the bathroom. And when I was in the bathroom, some crazy stuff went down. Do you remember that? Yeah, there was a strange potentially meth-driven marriage proposal going on outside your bathroom? I, I, yeah, so I'm going to the bathroom, and this guy just comes in and just strips butt naked, I guess, to put on his swimsuit. But he just does it kind of, and he's yelling and smoking cigarettes in the bathroom. And his girlfriend or lady friend is just outside of the bathroom, and she's yelling unintelligibly into the bathroom. But he's yelling, I want to marry you! I, I promise to love and obey and, you know, obedience. And she's like, obedience? And he's like, yeah, me to you. I'm going to be obedient to you. <laughs> uh, and it was love. it was too early for that behavior. Too early and too damn hot. Didn't we get there proposal. at 9 o'clock in the morning? Yeah. It was, it was 9 close, in the morning. Like 9.30. It was a 9.30 sweaty marriage proposal. <laughs> yeah. I really do believe um, your meth logic because as we were walking from our little camping spot towards our diving spot we were definitely following somebody with a little crack pipe of, of some kind i believe it was a little crack pipe i don't want to besmirch the name of the lovely fort yargo but they can't control who's going in there no i mean you, you'd see a, a meth proposal at any <laughs> yeah park lake oconee you go down to lake oconee you know that's a million dollar lake right there there are people doing meth proposals left and right down there. 100%, dude. Left left and right. But after 
the the uh, the drama, the high drama. Oh yeah, sorry, uh, I just had to think of that. No, it's all right. It's like a little like jaunt into Trailer Park Boys. You know, it's just like here's what's happening in your neck of the woods. Uh, we found our spot. We decided to belly flop, and I consistently hit my right knee on the bottom of the lake. You you did one your final flop reviewing the footage. You drag your left knee or your right knee. It looked like actually pretty hard. It looked like your knee hit the ground before any of you hit anything else. Did that hurt pretty bad? Well, not too bad. It's got like a little scuff on it. It's kind of like getting a rug burn over and over again. Um, But I think that I think because I'm trying to arch. I'm trying to arch. Do the the professor splash like. Yeah, he really gets flat. Straight. He gets super flat. And I wanted to do that, but I'm just a a little baby and for whatever reason I'm I'm start like maybe it's because I'm trying to protect my vital organs and my abdomen. So I'm my my monkey brain, my midbrain is trying to do the death diving little head to head to feet ball to break the surface tension of the water and not have a painful belly flop. But I really wanted the belly flop so I wouldn't splash or scrape my knee again. But I just did it again. I scraped my knee three times. Yeah, it kind of was not fun. It kind of reminded me. Have you ever heard like when people talk about why people like cross their arms uh, when they're feeling like a bit uncomfortable? They'll cross their arms in front of their stomach. It's a defensive posture. You think that's true? Yeah, people say it's a defensive posture, so so you can't be like a tiger can't cut your belly open. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like that. Something about that, and like, also, I'm a stomach sleeper, and if you ever read those stupid things online to tell your personality type from your stomach sleeping. <laughs> How did we not get that our, on our personality yeah, type? Our personal inventory episode, check it out. Um, we should have included that as far as what type of sleeper I'm are I'm a you? belly sleeper, mostly. Because I'm a belly sleeper, too, and that's belly supposed inside. to be that you're trying to, uh, you're, you're insecure while you sleep, so you sleep with your stomach down to protect your vital organs. See, I don't like the logic of that because if you sleep on your back, then you got your punchers are right there to defend yourself. If you're sleeping on your belly, you've got no real you can't you can't defend yourself actively. Exactly. Back sleepers are more prone to attack to their vital organs. That's why they're more secure in themselves. Oh, okay. They, they believe they, they that are, they can they defend are, themselves. They are if, confident and they are opening themselves to to the world while they are unconscious. Hey, and if you're if you're listening to this show while you go to sleep, which I know a lot of people do, um, let us know what side you're sleeping on. Yeah, are you a side sleeper? Are you a stomach sleeper? Do you do you kind of do the the corkscrew where you lay on your stomach, but you bring one leg way way up, you know, in like a kind of a runner's pose while you're sleeping? Do you have a little heat snorkel, or do you like to keep everything tucked into keep everything tucked into the bed? Yeah, into the covers. do you like it to be real, real cold, and you just want your nose poking out of the covers? Um, let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Don't let us know. This is the belly flopping episode. What are we doing? Let's We're review this thing. Our vital organs. Uh, yeah. So we belly flopped. We're gonna review it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what <laughs> is out. there to talk about? <laughs> we're, gonna put, we're gonna put we're gonna put the video online. That's what oh yeah yeah. So. You guys, there is a video on the Instagram and the YouTube page. Uh, both for do it or else just you know search those on instagram or youtube 
um, about two minutes, and you you can watch our awesome flops. I worked really hard on the video. I spent three hours on it, so enjoy. Enjoy our average flops. Let's review it. <laughs> Every week on our show, we create a custom review scale to review our custom challenge. No two challenges are alike, and thus, no two scales are alike. The responsibility to create this custom scale falls on you, my good friend, Dustin Graham. What is our scale this week? Thought about this really hard, and I had a scale, but I've totally thrown that in the trash can, okay? Mm -hmm. Crumpling it up. There it goes. I just threw it in the trash can. <laughs> I made it. Just trust me. I know. And you did it. You you had a really good, well-thought-out scale, and but you don't care about it anymore because you've thought of something care. better. I don't care about that scale I care about this scale because through this episode we have just grown to love Professor Splash that's true and Professor Splash his latest record was 38 feet a 38 <laughs> oh my foot. god this guy is incredible he's insane in his attempt to defeat the in communist one belly flop at a time. I saw him flopping in Russia. Actually, I don't think he had. I guess they're not the commies anymore. But no, 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 no. But he went over there as part of a CIA uh, program to show them that democracy brings leisure sports and fame. Hence, Professor Splash. I hope I don't hurt your feelings, uh, Professor Splash. Um, thirty-eight feet on a scale from zero feet to thirty-eight feet. What is your scale or your review? On a okay for for, for your let's talk about the overall yeah the, the overall experience view of the experience. So uh, going to Fort Yargo, a uh, nice little drive. One downside was you had somewhere to be later in the day, so we had to shoot a little earlier. Yeah, I don't like leaving because it's a little further of a drive for me. I don't like leaving the house before eight o'clock. Had to leave the house before eight o'clock. Don't love that. Okay. So that's going to take us down to 35 feet. Okay, I'm going to take off three feet for that. No, mm -hmm. you know what? I'm going to take off 10 feet for that. Ooh, we're yeah. going to 28, 28 feet. feet. Yeah, we're going to 28 feet there. Uh, then it turned out to be a lovely day. Fort Yar Yargo is a very nice park. Uh, really pretty out there. You, you brought me a biscuit. So we're just going to get all 10 points back. We're back to 38 feet. Um, you know, the bathroom incident. That was all. That was all. That was all fine. That was fine. Rosie had a great time swimming. That was good. That's keeping us up high. If you could add points for that yeah. bathroom encounter, you need to be okay. adding points. Okay. So now we're at forty-eight feet. Jeez, Louise, we're <laughs> we're not going to survive this fall. So we're at forty-eight feet. Uh, then it comes time to dive in the water, um, and I'm I don't know what it is. It was not high at all. It was a foot. We were a foot above the water. I just don't like jumping off of things. I I don't know what it is. Uh, at your bachelor party, we were at like a swimming hole out in the woods. Yeah, yeah. And there was a big rock there. And everybody went and jumped off the rock. And I just kind of swam around in the pool and just like watched everybody jump off the big rock and was like, oh, man, I'm going to have to jump off the big rock. Not because somebody tried to make me jump off the big rock, just because I saw everybody jump off the big rock and I don't want to be the one guy who didn't. Yeah, so I climbed sure. up there, um, and in my younger days, I would just jump off of things in my early 20s, but you know, your wedding was what, three years ago, so I was 30? 
Yeah, about four years ago. Oh, four years. So it's 29. Almost, it'll, it'll be four years in September. Ooh. Oh, that's nice. So the bachelor party would is we're, we're on the, like the four year anniversary. Yeah, that was in July, right? So yeah, yeah, we're almost exactly four years since then. Um, so I climb up there, and I don't I don't think anybody noticed. I hope nobody noticed. It was kind of a crowded swimming hole. A lot of cool teens were there. Um, and I just, like, I had so much fear. I've bungee jumped. I don't know. I just had so much fear jumping off that rock. And that rock was ten times higher than this little cliff. But the feeling inside was exactly the same. Um, jumped off. I, I just, I, it's embarrassing is what it is. It's embarrassing to be afraid to jump off of things. Uh, but I guess it's natural. Um, so I jumped off of it. Jumped off of this little cliff, too. Uh, then we did the standing water jump where we stood in the water and just jumped up and threw our limbs out. Yeah. <laughs> that hurts so much worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> so the normal belly flop hurt kind of bad. The, the second one though, I felt like I kind of got knocked out by it. Um, cause I, I think I hit my head first maybe. And then yeah, I think I, my head hit the ground. Show? Did you do like a little scorpion action? Did you? Did yeah, you I think. Your face and neck again? <laughs> yeah, I think I did. Both jumps. I think I. You guys can see on the video. I think I kind of hit uh, head first, and so those head first hits, uh, unpleasant, and the shame of jumping off unpleasant. So I'm gonna drop this thing down just thirty two, thirty two feet. It was pretty fun, and also I haven't been able to like socially hang out with anybody. Uh, for months, so it was good to see you. It was fun for both Courtney, me, and Rosie. I liked it. 30, what did I say, 5? You said 32. 32. 32 feet. 32. That was a long review. Dustin, how do you review it? My review is up there. Um, I'm going to probably give it a, a 30. Not not to like wow. completely echo you. Wow. Um, I hated that we rushed through that. Um I enjoyed just walking around the park, and I, I wish we could have continued to do that and maybe explore and find a better jumping I point. I did find a better jumping point later in the day. I went – so Fort Yargo is an actual fort, um, but not in you the sense – You jumped off the fort? <laughs> well, the actual fort part of Fort Yargo is just like a really strongly built small log cabin, like a blockhouse basically, that mm -hmm. settlers – at the time would use to defend against attack from native peoples uh, from the Cherokee, mostly who lived around there. Um, so it's kind of got a complicated past, but right across from where they have the fort, there was a good dock to jump off of that wasn't locked up. Oh man. Yep. Next time. Maybe, maybe we'll get an interview with professor splash and we'll be able to return and, oh. and do a better jump yeah we maybe could totally go visit him he's not that far away yeah we should go maybe there's a boot camp like a professor splash boot camp we could sign up for he has we a linkedin look into that he has a linkedin guys oh nice so he's official um but yeah a, a 30 on on a scale of zero to 38 feet 30 feet for me really high because really we high got score. rushed yeah i mean it was a it was a a great day it was a good experience just being outside was a lot of fun especially being inside for way too much time um and the splashing playing in the water was great it was awesome to see rosie run around and swim with her a little bit um despite my bumps and bruises on my knees it is okay it was fine it was just a fun exercise in um doing something goofy just for the sake of doing it which i think is 
important. So it, it hits me on the high scale of uh, life experiences. Just That's a really good point. It? Yeah, the, for the, the idea of just of doing it. some stupid thing, like making a commitment to go do a stupid thing. Uh, yeah, it was, it was totally worth it in that sense. And that's what this show's all about, is like yeah. making these small little commitments, and hopefully that these small commitments that we do gives us the confidence to accept harder challenges throughout the rest of our non-podcasting life, and it helps us realize we can do the belly flop, or we can change jobs, or we can start a new career, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, it really does. I know it sounds so stupid, but it really does affirm like the general purpose of the show. 100 percentile. Yeah. 38 feet with that statement. All right, let's pick next week's challenge. One more challenge for the road. splashed in the water we frolicked i got bumps and bruises um rosie successfully avoided any fish hooks in the water what is the next challenge that we will embark on <laughs> sorry uh, uh the listeners may have just heard it rosie just like br- broke into the room uh courtney had to get her hey, out rosie. uh but the next week's challenge um i thought we would go a little introspective a little uh, mind, pen, and paper this week, if that's all right. Mind, pen, and paper. Okay. I, I have those three things already. So there are these things that let's, for lack of a better term, let's call them time analogies that I've been thinking okay. about a lot lately. Um, you've probably heard about them. It's like w- the, the extinction of the dinosaurs is closer to the Egyptian empire than we are to the discovery of America. Obviously that's a bad one. Those aren't true. That's very bad, but that's That's what I would call a time analogy or like, okay. Okay. I am the age. Now my father was when he had his fourth child. Like that's, that's a time analogy, right? Um, and, and like you look at the the difference in your life experience with your family and friends and previous mm-hmm. generations or the time distance from us to like 9/11 versus some historical event also to 9/11 or to something else oh, just true. time analogies time analogies it's a fun way to think of history it's a fun way to think of like your own personal story so uh the challenge this week is to create just a list of fun time analogies. Just come up with some. Just do Regarding. some work. Okay. And come up with however you want to do it. You're the guy. Give me uh, give me at least five time analogies. And time analogies specifically towards no my specific life or, or, or no maybe sp- like anything you want. Okay. But so you I need to make say, it up. Like we'll yeah. let's look up okay. some common ones and we'll talk about those. But then like I want you to have like five custom time analogies sure yeah i like it dustin i'll 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 have to learn about time and analogies and what they are (laughs) it's something i think i just made up the name for but you get the premise yeah time analogies. maybe it is a thing i haven't even looked it up maybe it is a thing this might 
this might make a Wikipedia in- entry, you know? Yeah. Time analogies. We're, we're breaking new ground. First founded on the Do It or Else podcast, and regarding our podcast, you can get in touch with us a number of ways. Ryan, do you know some of those ways? Okay, if I had one. to guess, there's a telephone number. It's 724-DO-IT-POD. You call that number, you get on the show. We play your voicemail, and then you hear it back on your phone. Yes. And... <laughs> Uh, there is also a Instagram, <laughs> do it or else pod on Instagram. Uh, we'll be posting the belly flop video there as well as on the new YouTube channel. Word. It's the do it or else podcast YouTube channel. So it, you'll have so many different ways to see us be dumb in yeah. the water. Yeah. And those are enough ways to contact us. There's also an email, but we've already given you too many ways. So worry about that next week. Yeah. I'm going to keep the email secret. If you want to find our Twitter and email, you can find them on previous episodes. Go check them out. We're not going to tell you where those are. Those are secrets for us to hold. Um, Dustin, do you have a a song you want to sing to get us the heck out of here? Yeah, it's about how Atlantis belly flopped into the Mediterranean Ocean. Let's do it. And uh, disappeared. But it's a a country song. All right. Wait, one second. Let me... Wait, one second, one second. Okay. Wait. Are oh. you holding Rosie? No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. It's a country song, you say? Yeah. Okay. All right. Country song. Well, there What's it about? was a town called Atlantis, and it barely flopped into the ocean sea. The seaweed got tangled around its ankles And he went beneath the water And I couldn't see him anymore And everybody lost a thousand years of technology And they were an advanced race of people And you know that they could have saved us all But Atlantis belly flopped into the sea into the sea, into yeah. the sea, Atlantis belly flopped into the sea. Oh, Delilah, Odysseus, my girl, <laughs> uh, I found a Trojan horse on the ocean floor. This this whole episode is unusable. Yeah, about as useful as uh, the skill of belly flopping. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think it's it's I'm I'm very I'm I'm thrown off by this new studio space that I'm in, and I'm in an uncomfortable space, and I'm scared I'm talking too loud, and people outside are hearing me, and I really shouldn't care about them because this is our damn show. They need to they need to. I'm back in my old space. Show. I'm back in my office again. I'm not in the bedroom anymore. Cool. Back in the office. Well, as always, the winner of the slogan contest will be announced next week next week next week 